Welcome to the Breakfast Leadership Show, where we interview global thought leaders on business, leadership, and life. Here's your host, keynote speaker, best-selling author, and chief burnout officer of the Breakfast Leadership Network, Michael Levitt. Welcome back. I've got Jonathan Gospowski on the line. Jonathan, how are you? Michael, thank you for the opportunity, man. Uh, today is good. Beautiful day. I think it's like sunny and 70 yeah, where I'm at in Philadelphia. Can't complain. There, that's, that's wonderful weather. It's that time of year where the weather starts breaking. We start seeing those temperatures a little bit north of you know the 30 or 40 degrees. Yeah. And, uh, exactly. and it's like, okay, yeah. And you're like, okay, I think I can put the winter coat away. And then the next thing you know, uh, winter storm hits and you're Smacks like, it. uh, and it's like, yeah. great. That's why, you know, I, before I moved into my condo, I never put the snow shovel away until probably July. Um, and right. a lot of people saying, why is that still out? It's like, yeah, I don't trust it. I just, yeah. I, I, I'm not going to be the one to, you know, jinx all of this so I great, great, great to have good weather and all that good stuff so you do some amazing work at penji so share a little bit about you and then we'll dive into some of the awesome things that penji's doing yeah I'm, I'm i would say that i've only had one real job my entire life uh which is this uh i've been doing this entrepreneurship game for uh nine years now uh, i eight, nine years now, which is incredible to think of. I thought about this the other day, like, holy crap, it's literally been eight, nine years. Um, but uh, Penji is a uh, an accident company uh, that turned into a massive success. Uh, what we do primarily is uh, we do on-demand graphic design for businesses. So uh, if a business doesn't feel like hiring somebody in-house, uh, if a if a if a business owner doesn't necessarily have the capabilities of doing the design themselves, or if they're currently doing all the graphic design themselves, then they don't have that expertise, nor do they have that time. Uh, Penji is a great way for them to be able to sign up for a service, talk to a designer, uh, submit the project, and receive it completed in under forty eight hours. And that is amazing turnaround time because I remember working in an organization. This was. 20 years ago. Uh, yeah, I had to do the math there. Yeah, 20 years ago. Yeah, so <laughs> you, you said eight or nine. It's like I, eight or nine and 20, they go by just as fast. I can you blink and you're like, what in the world? But we had a graphic designer in-house and yeah. he did amazing work. But the turnaround time wasn't 48 hours on larger things. So it took time and because he had other things he was working on as well. But the fact that you can get specific work done in a short period of time, just expedites all kinds of different things. And I've utilized, you know, unfortunately I didn't know about your business before, you know, for, you know, a variety of different things. But now that I'm aware that you exist, um, you're definitely going to be one that I'll refer, refer people out and anything that I need, uh, definitely reach out to you as well. Because yeah. again, you know, the turnaround time is good because when you can get something like that, it works. And I think in, in my hunch, and correct me if I'm wrong, is when you're working with one of your designers, it's a little bit more um, traditional as far as when you're working with a consultant of any type instead of what we see today in a lot of the online stuff where you upload some things and somebody creates it and then ships it off, but there's not much interaction going on there to dig deep into, okay, 
why do you want to go with this type of style or what, you know, why do you want to go with that color? What, you know, and all those kind of things. And I'm guessing you guys go much deeper into that. Uh, even in that 48 hour time frame, you're, you're, you know, getting deep in there just to make sure that the client is actually getting something that they um, not only want, but what they actually need. I would say it's a hybrid of what you just stated. Um, Henji isn't a consulting service by any stretch of the imagination because uh, that's a lot of time and it takes away from other aspects of the process. Um, agency, an agency would probably, like if you don't know what you want and you want to talk about emotions and feelings and statistics and things like that, then I'd say Penji is not the right fit for you. Um, the people who are, uh, is a, a great fit for are the people who have a general idea of what they're looking for and what they want. And they tell us exactly what it is that they're looking for. We are not a marketplace where um, you submit the idea and then it gets ventured out into hundreds of different people. And then you receive 101 designs and you have to pick through. That's not what Penji is. It is more structured. It is more... Um, caring in the aspect where you submit an I your idea and then we have designers that do it but the idea is that you build a relationship with the designer over time so uh you submit one project and let's just say it's for uh social media posts right um you're going to work with a specialized person that works specifically on social media posts but then the next time is like Hey, you know, I saw a really cool thing online and I wanted you to model off of this like famous entrepreneur. And it's actually in the form of a cartoon. Well, from a typical designer standpoint, you're not, the designer isn't necessarily skilled to be an artist in drawing. They're probably just like a artist in the sense of like graphic design. So with a Penji membership in particular, you have that skill set. So you're not, you're spending $500 on one membership. Uh, but you're getting the talent pool of multiple people. Um, so you can actually receive a really, you know, low end graphic design for so social media. You can have yourself cartoonified. You can download, you can have us design a an app for you or a, a web project. So like all these things are accounted for within that same membership. So it's like a, a perfect hybrid. The people who use Penji are more so the people and say, Hey, I've been inspired by this design something specifically around that. And then that's when we execute. And I think what is really cool about the overall service as a whole, kind of going back to what you were saying earlier is how long it takes, right? So with a service like ours, uh, which I think is incredibly valuable is the aspect that you can actually uh, pinpoint the revisions that you want done. So um, if you've ever worked with a designer before, you'll always say like, hey, that top left corner, that's that needs to be changed. And we have a really, we have really amazing technology where you can take your mouse, click on that area and tell us and say, Hey, fix this, change that, move this up, move this down. Um, and, and that's something that I think is really valuable to, to, to a business owner who may not have the technical skills of, of, of a graphic designer. I love that. And I, I can also tell why your organization has had the success that it has because you you basically you know clarified some things as far as what your business does and what it doesn't do and i think that's one of the key components for entrepreneurs so anybody that's listening right now is a small business owner or a new business or anything like that 
as much as it's important for you to know what you are going to be good at and what you're going to work on, it's critical to know what you won't work on because yeah. too often if you start, yes, we're going to be everything to everybody, then you'll be nothing to everybody because you're just too spread out. It's like you narrow things down. And, and I mentioned this a lot during interviews is I worked for an organization several years ago and there was a board of directors and the board of directors was a volunteer board and of the community and, you know, pie in the sky, you know, and everything was great. And we want to do everything to everybody. And finally, one of the board members stood up and said, who are we? Mm -hmm. What's our business? What do we do? What don't we do? And once they got the clarity around that, then they had a nice framework as a board to say, does this align with what we do? Mm -hmm. uh, and that shortened the board meetings by a good 45 minutes every time. And I was thankful for that mm -hmm. because I was like, here we go again. But at the end of the day, they became more successful once they started doing that. And your organization obviously has had its success because you know what you're doing and you know what you want and what your clients need. And you narrow down and say, no, we don't do that. So it, it streamlines it and it basically filters out people that wouldn't be a good client for you to those that will be a great client for you. Yeah, I think we didn't know that until we started to talk to our actual customers. And I think that's probably the most important thing that I'd like to share with the people that are listening right now is when you are a relatively small organization, you have this uh, uh, internal feeling where you can't talk to your customers because you're afraid to lose them. I know, I know I, I was that way when we first started. Um, I was petrified to ask them because I was like, man, we need this revenue right now. Um, we need this money because if we talk to them and they may not have submitted a project in, you know, a couple of days, like, oh my God, they're probably pissed off. They're, they're, they're angry. But I think once you get to a threshold where financially you can kind of breathe a little bit and the numbers are coming in good. I definitely implore anybody listening right now to, to talk to as many people as possible to get the feedback because you're right in saying, Michael, that we, we didn't necessarily know that until we talked to people and the more people we talked to, to get that, 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 that data, um, it brought more validation to who we are and who we are not. And to be perfectly transparent, we're still trying to figure that out. We have over 130 people uh, that are in, a, in our company. And even still to this day, we're still figuring out who, who, who we are and, and where do we fit in this world of graphic design um, and this, this disruption that we're, that we're doing. So like I say all that to say not to necessarily brag because I'm not that type of person, but more so to say, hey, it's okay for you to not have everything figured out. Um, you might have like a hunch. Um, we started our business actually strictly working on startups. Uh, like that was it. Startups were the number one customer of ours in the very beginning. And we were so freaking wrong uh, and grateful for that. So, you know, it's just a matter of like trial by fire and just figuring out what sticks. And it's great that you recognize that and, and you, you made the adjustments because some people, I've seen this time and time again with a lot of entrepreneurs and solopreneurs, they say, this is who I want to work with. And that's great, but if they don't want to work with you or there's a very lim a big limit on what you can get from that type of customer base, 
then you're going to cap the success of your organization by getting the feedback from all of your customers and, and figuring out what, what needs to be done allowed you to scale up to, I mean, that's a, that's a impressive number of people. That's part of your team that, that is, there's, that's a lot of people. Um, yeah. <laughs> and, you know, and it, a lot, a lot of organizations that have been around for years never scale to that level. Uh, so it speaks volumes to, your growth, and I'm sure there was stages of there, and you're going, how in the world, especially if, when you surpassed 100 people, you know, that's a pretty big number, or 50 people, or however you started, you're, you're probably thinking, how in the world do we have 100-something people working for this organization? Because there are days, and I know this when, you know, with my own organization, is, and this is crazy sound, and a lot of entrepreneurs have told me they have the same feelings. Like, some days you forget, wait a minute, I I own a business. I launched a business. This is a living, 100%. thriving thing that I am paying all of these people to work, and I've and I've got the revenue to do it. It's like yeah. what? And it's like how how did this happen? Because it, it came. It started with an idea. It started with an observation or an experience, or going. Wait a minute. The, I don't like what's out there. I think we could do something different. Like you said, disrupt this industry and and kudos to you for for having the the guts and and the fortitude to be able to go out and actually do it yeah well i, I definitely appreciate that i think it takes a certain uh sick individual and individuals to do it um i i think a lot of the world of entrepreneurship today is uh glorified by things like shark tank and and uh and hearing all the the rep the news and and people who raised capital in order to you know grow their business and things like that and i'm something that i'm incredibly proud of is that we never actually raised any capital um we did everything ourselves uh we used we we did a lot of uh sacrifices in order to be where we are today both on the financial aspect and the personal aspect and it's something that i'm incredibly proud of uh so you know there's people that are listening right now like this is not an overnight success by any stretch of the imagination there was so much like again not trauma because i think that's like a really bad word but it, there was so much failure that happened in order to do this and i think you know to a degree we got lucky to a degree we became we got here because of just a very focused, narrow focused mindset. Um, and just having the idea of, of ending the day 1% better than what it started. Um, and literally us doing the same thing every single day for, for the most part, five, at least, at least four years. Um, I was probably doing nothing seven years ago to, to this day, at least nothing of value. Um, and that's how I, I think businesses should be run. Like it's not sexy, you know, like if you see somebody taking a picture of themselves driving a, uh, um, like a nice car, I think that person's probably a tool and a liar. Um, I think to a degree they might have success, but they're hiding something. The people who are truly successful um, don't do that at least from my experience. So, you know, take a look at yourself, take a look at your business model. Um, I talked to somebody the other day before I end this like quick rant, I talked to somebody the other day about, you know, their business and, and, and where they should grow. They have all these different channels and where they're getting revenue. 
and they're ending up focusing on uh, how many times a day that they're posting on Instagram. And, and I asked them straight up, like, how much money is Instagram making you on a daily basis? And he answered the question. And I said, well, then why the hell are you spending that much time on it if it's not generating revenue? And I think people have this idea where shiny object syndrome, where they go, hey, you know, I want to post this because it's a checkbox or it's like super easy. And it's really good to post on Instagram. I'm sure I don't, but, you know, I think it's really good to, to some businesses. So if, if you could find the things that are like the beauty in business and the beauty in revenue and the beauty in like financial freedom, because that's what we all really want at the end of the day is the stuff that like doesn't actually, that is not sexy and is like really freaking boring and it sucks to do and it drains you emotionally. Um, that's the type of stuff that probably brings in the most money for you. And those are the things that you should probably do. And I think I fell in love with the things that everybody hates doing. And I think that's what allowed us to, to expand the way that we did. That's a great analogy. And I'll, I'll share a quick Instagram story before I ask you the next question is a couple of weeks ago, and I post stuff on Instagram. It's all curated and it gets auto scheduled. So I don't spend a ton of time on there. I automate a lot of things, but I did post a picture of a Buddha bowl that my better half made for lunch. And it's like, it's like, Oh, this is, you know, very tasty. And it's not, it's not necessarily in alignment with what I post. You know, I usually post stuff about burnout prevention and, and business and whatnot, but I, I posted this image about, you know, a Buddha bowl, just Something I'm eating, okay? Not going to mm-hmm. change the world. It's making me healthier, but it's not changing the world mm-hmm. uh, per se. And that image got more likes than anything about here. Here's some tips on how to reduce your stress. <laughs> and right there and then, I knew what you said. You know, Instagram, Facebook, in my opinion, for me and my business, is a complete waste of time. I I made the mistakes on, you know, lighting money on fire, which is, has a different name. It's called Facebook ads and nothing gained from it. I'm like, I'm not going to spend any time on there. You know, I know where, I know where the revenue generates. And I love the the analogy of some of the not so fun kind of, you know, monotonous and just kind of stuff generates revenue. It's like, well, I guess what I do more of that. And again, you're doing the things that people don't like, they pay for that yeah. because they don't want to do it. Yeah. Um, whether it's landscaping for your house or, you know, you know clearing the snow in the wintertime, mm-hmm. if you live in that climate or, you know, cleaning your place, whatever the case may be, you're, you're, you're exchanging something for somebody that's good at that, that actually likes doing it because it's yep. their vocation and all of that. So it's, yep. it makes a ton of sense. So, so for, I don't want to call it your ideal client, but for clients to come to you, to be as best prepared as possible to work with you, what are some common things you you see that makes it easier for them to, you know, be a client of yours as far as you know using your services and whatnot? I think the the most important thing that people need to be aware of, and this isn't just our business, but it's in in life in general, is being a good communicator. Uh, I think. If you're able to articulate yourself and an idea, whether that be a simple graphic design project or even just you talking to an employee, clarity is, is the, of the utmost importance. So 
what I see, where I see a lot of businesses failing and our, like our customers um, leaving Penji are the ones who aren't able to articulate themselves in a very clear fashion. So other than that, anybody can really use Penji. Um, so the perfect customer for us is just somebody who's constantly in need of content, constantly needs uh, somebody to design something for them. But what I would say, if I were to not necessarily promote the service and more so just try to help the person listening right now, um, I would say that you need to do a better job at being as organized as possible and to confirm clarity as often as you possibly can. Um, I'll give you a very brief story about that is I, I go as far as creating a document written about what I would want inevitably done, whether that's for an employee or whether that's for uh, a design project. And then I even go as far as sometimes creating a video about it where I'll say, hey, um, this is what I, I'm thinking. This is what I, I, I expect to be done. Um, let me know if you have any questions. And then from there, uh, the, the person will either you know confirm or deny that they, that they, uh, that they understand it. So I think if, if you were to just if you want to succeed in all aspects of life, whether that's even your, your, your relationship with your partner, whether that's like your business partner or your, um, you know, relationship partner, uh, or even if it's just as simple as a graphic designer, if you're able to get your idea out there and you're able to uh, communicate as best as possible and as clear as possible, I think you'll be successful with anything that you do. It's amazing advice, not just in working with your organization, but just in life in general, not just even as an entrepreneur, but that, the life experience. Being as organized as possible makes things so much easier. There's a book that I read a few years ago called Opportunity from Eben Pagan. He uh, has done a lot of great things and in the consulting business has done you know, pretty well. Uh, but one of his things is he's got, you know, he's very what's the word I'm looking for? He's got a lot of rituals and he's very consistent what he does. So a case in point, he makes sure that the water pitcher, for example, in his fridge, that the Brita filter or whatever is filled, you mm -hmm. know, before he goes to bed. So in the morning he can get a cold glass of water. Uh, tea kettle is filled. So he gets up, turns it on, you know, making sure that all the supplies are there. So he very, you know, there's a lot of Rhythm. I mean, a lot of people could say he's got OCD, which I'm sure he does, but he doesn't have to use brain power to think about those things. He, that stuff's all taken care of. So then he can focus his energy and his thoughts and things to what is going to generate him revenue or grow him as a person or grow his business or serve a client, whatever mm -hmm. the case may be. I'd much rather use my brain power in a creative way than in the, okay, I got to fill up the water pitcher this morning because I forgot to do it last night. One eye open, you know, all that kind of good stuff. It just, it makes things easier. So your advice that you just gave, uh, again, not a, just applicable for entrepreneurs and business owners, but just in life in general. So thank you for sharing that. Yeah. I love your background, by the way, the, uh, the CDO, it's like OCD. I'm sure, I'm sure you get a lot of comments from that, but like my brain yeah. immediately is just like, yeah, that's, that's exactly me. Uh, um, I, I definitely have OCD. I'd probably have a AD, ADD too. I mean, obviously these are all self-diagnosed. And so um, this is just my speculation, but like my, my mentality is like exactly that. Um, 
I am like selfishly aware of my needs, um, but I am also empathetic in the aspect of understanding and getting to know others. Um, my self, I am an, uh, a machine um, and I run my body as such. Like if I'm not in tip top shape, both mentally and physically and emotionally, then how, how can I help somebody else do their job better? That's how, that's my, my, my mindset at least. Um, and so like, I do a lot of the, the book that you read, I do a lot of that. Maybe not, that's not a little, I'll be honest, that's not a little too extreme for me, but like, it makes sense, right? Like I totally get it. Um, but yeah, I mean, anything you could do to cut time, anything that you can do to, to not feel burnt out. I know that's like a big thing for you in particular is the burnout. Um, like that's, it's huge. I mean, like it's going to help you. It's going to help your clients. It's going to, it's going to help your, your, your team members. So, yeah. You know, it has a positive ripple effect when you take care of yourself, uh, both yeah. physically, mentally, and every aspect of your life. So loved our conversation today. Where can people find out more about you and Penji and all the awesome work you're doing? Yeah. Head over to Penji.co, P-E-N-J-I.co. If you use the code BFASTLEADERSHIP15, uh, you'll get 15% off your uh, your first month. So it's BFASTLEADERSHIP15 uh, and Penji.co. Awesome. And I'll definitely have that in the show notes. Jonathan, thank you again for your time today. Appreciate you and this awesome work that you're doing. Thanks, man. Thanks for listening to The Breakfast Leadership Show, part of the Breakfast Leadership Network. Visit breakfastleadership.com for tips on empowering your business and your life.